Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Engine Professional Podcast. My name is Steve Fox. I'm here with my co-host. Chuck Lynch. Chuck, we have a guest on with us today uh, for this podcast. It'll be Mr. Rob Monroe. Rob, why don't you say hello to everybody? Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, looking forward. I uh, uh, was pretty excited when you guys said you could invite me on as a guest, so I appreciate that. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Rob is actually up in Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, he takes care of our membership and technical development here at AERA. How's things up there, Rob? Yeah, things are going good. Um, you know, you'll catch me on the tech line every now and then as well. Things have been busy. Uh, lots of smoke right now. You know, all that stuff you're blowing up here from your neck of the woods from Western Washington and California. It's all coming up our way. So things are could cut the air with a little thick right now with a knife. So it's it's kind of just hunker down and do what we've been doing already since March. So we're we're done with it. We want outside now. <laughs> Yeah, you actually dealt with that a couple of years ago, right, Rob? Yeah, it was, I mean, typically in our area, because we are fairly dry and it's forest, you know, lots of trees. So forest fires are, it's pretty common in the summer to get forest fires. But uh, we've had a break the last couple of years, so it's been nice to not have any of that smoke. So this isn't too bad. I mean, it came late summer, so we're, it had, didn't stop us from doing anything that we wanted to do. And we got outside and did our thing for sure. COVID did enough uh, stopping everybody from doing things. You didn't need that to happen either. <laughs> no, you're right. It's uh, uh, We're all ready to uh, to get over with this. It's, it's time for sure. Well, Chuck, why don't you uh, jump into the breaking news uh, that happened the other day? Fill everybody in, if they well, don't already know. Yeah. If, if So these, stuff are, these are on delay, but yeah, the PRI show has been canceled. Um, Got to say, a lot of folks pretty bummed, has were we, um, you know, really looking forward to the opportunity to get together and, uh, you know, meet up with our industry friends. Yeah, definitely miss that show. We get to see a lot of our uh, members, uh, new members, uh, industry friends. Uh, it's a good time to get together. Yeah, and, and with that, um, they've already called Rematech for next year. So that is canceled as well. That was going to be in June, right, Rob? Yeah, over in Amsterdam. Um, so that's a fairly popular show that's every other year so what they've done is they've bumped it now to 2022 for june so uh in my opinion actually i think that'll work out okay because you got uh auto mechanica is also in september over there in germany so i think now if we can get it back to uh, alternating years it might help with some travel plans for everybody so hopefully we can get back yeah back, yeah and it might boost both shows exactly yeah that's right Kind of surprised me a little bit. They canceled this early, uh, but again, I don't know what the situation is over there. It may be worse than it is here, but yeah, maybe they needed to. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it was a case of they weren't going to get their money back. You know, if they waited too much longer. Um, so I haven't heard the reason. We had a, a meeting this morning from the World Engine Rebuilders Council. Uh, there was no mention of it. So again, we're just uh, we just know that it got canceled this morning. So. Uh, that's enough of that. Time to get, like I mentioned before, time to get out. And we got to see each other again. We're going to forget what we look like. Exactly. <laughs> well, one way to keep uh, keep keep up on the industry is through our magazine, uh, Engine Professional. And you should be, if you haven't already, by the time this is broadcast, uh, been receiving the magazine. Uh, our fourth quarter issue should be out, and it's a it's a great issue. Yeah, you know we 
tend to slant that toward the uh, performance market, right, Steve, Rob? Yeah, I think, I mean, we all, we're all involved with that magazine, and I'm really looking for this edition is just, uh, they just keep getting better and better, and there's so many good articles in this one. Uh, so everybody out there, once you get it, it's uh, it, there's some really good stuff there. It's, you know, I always say it, this is stuff that you can apply right in your shop right away. I mean, it's these articles literally you could give to your staff. Uh, I know I used to do that. We'd keep a copy in the coffee room and uh, staff would read that. And uh, it was always a good conversation piece and it was always stuff you could apply to the shop right away. So hats off to everybody involved that helps out with that for sure. Yeah, another way to keep up in the industry uh, is through our webinars. Uh, we do do some pretty pretty great webinars, and we're going to do what we call our, I'll call it our second uh, super webinar. Yeah, looking forward to, to helping with that one. Uh, we're looking sometime in November for that one. So uh, we're getting, uh, I know you guys are working on a lineup, and we'll have some good quality talent for that one. And uh, that'll be, those are exciting. Those are, I mean, it fills the day, and, uh, and you can watch those over and over and over and really pull some good information out of there. Absolutely. Don't have that all cast in stone yet, but it is in the works. Yeah, so make sure you check our website or sign up for our e-blast, and you'll get the information on those those webinars coming up here in the future. Kind of what are we going to talk about today, guys? Uh, last last episode, we talked about promoting your business to your customers. So I think this uh, episode, we're going to talk about promoting your business through social media, which is why we have Rob on with us today. Rob takes care of our social media here at AERA, so getting his insight and information to kind of guide you guys in a way to help promote your business through social media. But before we get to that, Rob, why don't you uh, give us a little background on our online training program? Sure. So, I mean, this is a good time right now. We've got uh, a lot of folks that are kind of cooped up at home and uh, I know a lot of our schools are having to teach virtually right now, or they're doing a blended program where they're, uh, you know, they're looking after uh, virtual, or uh, they're doing their theory during the day, and then they're, if they can, they're getting into the shop in small groups. So, I mean, our online training program, uh, it's 18 chapters. There's, uh, uh, it's great for you know, for those who've been in the industry for a long time, you can really hone up your skills and and get into that program and learn something. But also for a new hire, you know, if you've got somebody new in the shop that has just been hired on and they need some help with engine theory, uh, this is a great program and you get to do it at your own pace. So we give you one year uh, to get it finished. And it, again, it's, it's just you can do it at your own pace. Um, lots of good information there. So it, it's a great program. And uh, it's the same program that a lot of our technical schools are using in their tech program. So um Looking forward to uh, to moving forward with that. Uh, we've got a couple things in the works for uh, maybe one day down the road for that one with uh, getting it on an LMS, like through a learning management system. I know Steve, you've been working with our program team to get that doing going. So um, pretty exciting stuff coming down the road for that one. And Rob, you mentioned the schools uh, that have that part as their curriculum. How many schools are participating with? Um, not an exact number necessarily, but, you know, could you give us a rough idea? Yeah, I, I would say, Chuck, you know, we've got about 20 schools that are using it, you know, um, all the time. Like it's part of their actual curriculum. So uh, some of the schools use it as a, um, they teach just a block class or a cylinder head class. Um, some of the schools are using it where they, it's a three-year program. So 
in the first year they'll teach engines the second year they'll teach powertrain and then like in the third year they'll teach performance so it uh, just depends on what school i mean they're all set up just a little bit different um, but they do they do use the program and the nice feature too chuck is that we have the ability to customize this program so um, you know a lot of the schools they're shortening the engine program to such a you know sometimes they only allow six to eight weeks to teach engines in, a, in the program so with us allowing the uh, we, we can customize it so that we can take different parts and different chapters and piece it together where you can uh, you know if you only want to teach the uh, valve train safety and let's say uh, a little bit of uh, block honing or something like that we can put this together and piece it together for you so that we can shorten it up as, as little or as long as you want. So there's options there. And I think some of the production engine rebuilders have taken advantage of a scenario like that, where they know that they have people only work on cylinder heads or people who only work on cylinder blocks and stuff, right? It, exactly. It really can, we can begin, because we can customize it, we tailor it to, you know, to two PERs, two schools. So there, there are some options there for you to do that. And when they complete the course, Rob, is there any kind of certificates they get? Or For sure. Um, they get two diploma-looking-like certificates. You know, one's the cylinder head machinist, one is the engine machinist certificate, as well as they get you know, patches for their shop coder or coveralls. So, um, you know, they, and these certificates come in a nice little holder. So it's, it's a very professional um, program, and uh, it's, it's widely recognized. We have, we have folks from all over the world that are taking this program, and uh, uh, I know I've been working a little bit with some of the folks from South Africa, and they've been um, looking at how they can incorporate into their program. So it's uh, it's it's it, it, you know, let's let's be honest. I mean, engine theory, uh, even though we're from different countries around the world, uh, engines, you know, that the theory is the same. So it, it's getting to know those basics and the, and getting that under your belt is is crucial. And the cost of this. Uh, if you're just one person that just wants to take the course, including the book, is one hundred and fifty dollars. So, uh, again, it's not a it's not a huge money maker for us. It's not really why we intended to do this. Um, so, if you you get a really good textbook, it's Engine Machining and Repair. It's Gary Lewis's book, and uh, you get those certificates mailed to you when you're finished. You get those patches. So, for one hundred and fifty dollars, it's it's a great program. In a year to take it, so you can kind of work at your own pace. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you'd like more information about our AERA's online training, you can visit the website at aera.org slash online dash training, and you'll find all the information about the program as well as a brochure there to sign up on. Well, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this uh, podcast here to talk about promoting your business through social media. Uh, we've kind of introduced Rob. Rob's been here for five years with AERA, working on growing our membership, um, as well as new avenues to obtain technical information for our AERA members, and took over doing our social media. There's probably three major different platforms. Is that correct, Rob? Yeah, our industry, really, there's only the three, and really only two that are used a lot. Um, so it's you know, we could talk a little bit about that. I mean, there's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you know, are pretty much the three platforms that you'll see in our industry. So it, uh, um, you know, and, it, and again, we can get into the meat and potatoes of it, but I mean, I'll, I'll let you go over some of the numbers, but it, I mean, social media has just literally blown up. It's, we're talking some huge numbers here. 
Yeah, I was quite surprised. I was doing a little research uh, preparing for this podcast, and I, I when I found the numbers, I just I had to double check. I just couldn't believe that there was that many people involved. Like, like Facebook, two point seven billion, and that's with a B, are on Facebook. Twitter has three hundred and thirty million, and Instagram has one billion. So, in doing the research, kind of looking back in April of twenty twenty. They expected 3.81 billion people to be using social media, putting the worldwide social media rate at 49%. To me, that's just mind-boggling. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have considered that uh, that many people had access, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's huge numbers. And, and that's where we can see the success of social media. You know, I, I kind of refer to it as uh, like a snowball effect. When you think about how many people, let, let's say, you know, you've got 10 people on your page and, and those 10 people or even three or four of them decide to share something that's on, on that onto their page. And then all their friends share that information to their page and it just keeps going and going and going. And, that, and that's where, you know, literally that's how you get your message out. And that's, that's the real success of social media is to be able to do that. If you were to guess, and I'll just throw some numbers out there, even though we probably got them both, all, all the numbers are in front of us, but what would you say the average time spent per day on social media is? Yeah, I, I've seen some, you know, I, again, probably same as you. I've seen some average numbers come up and uh, even my phone sometimes will give me some of the numbers uh, randomly <laughs> to tell me that, I've, you know, I've, I'm four hours over my screen time from last week kind of thing. It, you know, it lets me know that obviously I'm spending not enough time outside and I'm, I'm inside. <laughs> you know, I would be on Hey, with everything going on, probably a lot of people are like that. Now. No kidding. Yeah. So we probably gained 10 pounds and our eyes are going because, you know, way too much social media, but it's, you know, I would say on average, you know, the average person is probably an hour and a half to two hours a day right now, you know, literally doing something on, on their, on social media of some sort. Yeah. They're saying the daily average, uh, through this pandemic, uh, staying indoors, uh, experts are kind of saying that the number is looking to be about an hour and 22 minutes. Per day wow yeah that's i mean that's i mean think about it i mean all of us and i guess it depends you know i, I just look at my kids for an example i mean that phone from the second they wake up you know literally the, they're not even out of bed yet and they're on their phone so it it's it's definitely a powerful way to, uh, to get your message across so some things that people should probably look at uh if they're looking at social media are some goals um I don't know if you got those in front of you, Rob, if you want to kind of run down through that list. Yeah, I mean, some of the goals, uh, and I'll just, a quick story. I mean, I just want everybody to know, like, I'm, I'm not, uh, uh, like when I had the shop, you know, I just sold my shop about three years ago. You know, I, I'm a very private person. I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's doing social media day in and day out, you know, on my own, on my own sites. If you go to many of my own sites, you'll see that I hardly post at all. But I did recognize the fact that the importance of social media to help promote my business. I mean, it, it was crucial. And, um, you know, just another quick little uh, story here for you. I mean, so when my kids used to race motocross, we, um, you know, back in the day, they were on minis. And I, I, in my shop, I didn't know a whole lot about two-stroke engine building. And, you know, I wanted them to have uh, a bit of a competitive edge. And, and so on social media, you know, there was a shop in Texas that rebuilt two-stroke motorcycle engines. And absolutely everybody was talking about it. Everybody's talking about this one particular shop. You had to have this shop build your engine for you because they were the go-to shop. Well, here I am. I'm 2,500 miles away from this shop. 
what am I doing? I'm taking this engine out. I'm shipping it to Texas to get done only because of that, that word of mouth through social media. So that to me, I mean, when I looked at what I was doing, you know, here I am, I'm 2,500 miles away from a shop and now I'm sending work down to Texas to get done. I thought, what a powerful message that is. So I need to incorporate that into my shop and, and figure out and, and really, you know, get going because this is, this is powerful. So I think that's the first goal is, is figure out first, you know, who are you trying to attract? Is it, is you, are you trying to attract someone or a new business from, let's say a hundred miles away? Or, you, you know, are you more global? Are you hoping just like I did where, you know, you're hoping to get, you know, somebody from Canada that's going to ship you a race engine from, from Canada all the way down to Texas. So figure out how far you want to reach, I think would be the first goal. Which is important. Um, you, you need to figure out where you're going, who you're trying to attract. Like you say, you know, you, you got to know what you're trying to attract to your business. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you, you do need a bit of an objective because social media, uh, it, it can follow up some time. I mean, what's nice about social media is the cost is very, it, it, it's all what you put into it. So you don't have to spend any money. You could do a lot of this really at no cost at all. If you want to see instant results, you can spend a little bit of money. So I think your objective, you need to figure out how fast do you want to grow it? And again, where do you want to reach to? You know, that that's important. Yeah, begin with the end in mind. Yeah, exactly, Chuck. No, you're right. So, um, you know, so that it, it's, uh, um, you know, and again, you, you don't have to be a social media guru by any means. If you can work a smartphone, literally, if you can just take pictures with your phone and, uh, you know, the, the uploading onto these sites is very, very simple. Um, you know, another comment that I'll make is, uh, you know, a lot of us that are maybe a little bit scared to jump in into that social media, um, just have a look around the shop. I'm sure a lot of us, uh, you know, in my particular case, I used to allow cell phones in the shop. And uh, only for that reason is that obviously I didn't want them on social media during the shop because they need to get some work done. But I really encouraged them to take pictures of what they were working on. And those pictures didn't need to be like super quality. They, that's a nice thing about social media too. It's not like you're trying to put on a commercial where it needs to be perfect. Because I think real life pictures and videos really goes a long way. And uh, again, all you need is a smartphone. Uh, that'll do more than enough for you with the quality of the cameras and stuff today. So, And I think going around taking photos of stuff in the shop, you know, trying to find something that's pretty unique uh, or odd, uh, it, it will draw a lot of attention as well. You know, we've got some guys that are members of ours that have some old, um, old Packards or uh, older engines that just are different looking than what we're used to seeing today. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, those are the guys that, uh, the, and those are the shops that, and just like I ship my, my particular unique two-stroke mini motorcycle engine down, I mean, those, you want to get that out there and have people know that you work on that stuff. So I can think of a few shops on the tech line that we talked to. I'm, I'm just amazed at the kind of stuff they do. And I can, you know, that it's just, I can think of, um, you know, if I, if I was in looking for somebody, let's say even, let's talk even babbling engine bearings. I mean, that's another one. If, if, if someone who does that anymore, well, you know, all you got to do is go on social media. You'll find a shop or two that's still doing it. And I'll guarantee you they're getting work from a long ways away. Well, we do have a couple questions that we've come up with here. Um, probably one of the questions that a lot of people have is when's the best time to post on social media? Uh, is there a time better than the other morning, evening? What, what would be the best do you think? Well, again, I, I think, 
once you have figured out who you're trying to attract. So if let's say you're dealing with a, a 100 to 500 mile radius and you're in the same time zone, uh, I believe first thing in the morning, you know, is, is you're going to have the best results. Cause you know, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, you know, when I'm sitting down in the morning, I'm eating breakfast. I mean, what am I doing? I'm scrolling through my phone. I'm, I'm, you know, my news feed is lit up because it's, um, I'm Pacific time. And I know you guys are on central time and Chuck's over on the East. So, I mean, between the three of us, we are all different time zones, but I think, and I, I don't consider myself to be any different than anybody else, but I think we're all on our phone first thing in the morning. So that that's a good time. Um, I know with AERA, uh, a lot of our a lot of our followers are down in South America and even over in Europe. So, if I post something first thing in the morning on the AERA sites, I mean it's already well into the afternoon there. So, uh, so if I had to pick Steve um, between the two best, I mean I think first thing in the morning, as well as you can if you can post something maybe just after dinner, because uh, I think we all sit down, put our feet up on the couch and. Whether we're watching a ball game, I'm sure we all got our phone in our hand at the same time. So that's probably the two best times. So how often should you post on social media? That's a good one, Chuck. Um, because I know when I first started, I was posting, you know, to me, I just wanted to get as much stuff up there as possible. And it was just every day I was posting stuff. And I, I think as you're, um, when you're first starting out, and, and we can get into a bit, it, it, we'll talk about this too in a minute, I uh, you know, being doing paid promotions. So on one hand, you don't want it to go stale, but I would say you want to post three times a week minimum. I mean, you want to have, and I'll use the word quality, you know, rather than just post random jokes or just stuff that uh, I call it fluff, if you want, you know, you want to have some sort of quality to your post. So if it means you can't post as often because you can't find as good a quality, well, then you're better off to wait a day or two but try to do it, you know, two to three times a week for sure. Yeah, I think you definitely want quality over quantity. Correct. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure that. we've all got Facebook friends that we've all are on our, our news feed. And, you know, there's 16 posts coming across, you know, all at one time. And you're wondering how they ever get any work done. Um, but I, I think for those of us that are managing a shop, you know, and, and trying to do social media, two to three times a week is plenty. I'm sure we've all blocked somebody for 30 <laughs> days at least. Yeah. I'm sure. Filled with a filler. <laughs> uh, earlier you had mentioned, Rob, about uh, obviously the three platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, but you had kind of um, touched on the subject that some are better for our industry than others. So if you can elaborate on that a little bit, which which platform should most of our guys be looking at? Sure. Um so a lot of it's to do with age groups. Um, you know, for us, us silver-haired guys, I mean, uh, Facebook seems to be the more popular. I mean, it forty years old and older is more popular with Facebook. So Facebook, kind of a, you know, it, it, you'll find the, the middle ages and and uh, again, the silver-haired guys like me. I mean, you'll typically find Facebook as your go-to for that one. And uh, um, you know, it's 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 the most popular. I have seen, you know, as far as if I look at our analytics and our stats i mean facebook for sure is where we get our numbers from but the new upcomer i mean instagram and that that is the you know when you look at you know the 18 to 35 year olds instagram is is the go-to so when i talk to again I'll, I'll use my kids as an example they're hardly on facebook they couldn't be bothered but uh man instagram that's it's just so simple they they shoot a picture a quick video boom it's up it's loaded and uh 
So, I mean, and those numbers are starting to increase. So Twitter now, Twitter's the last one. And when you think of our industry, Twitter's not very popular. I mean, Twitter to me is more like when I'm trying to find out something that I need information on instantly. So let's say, for example, I'm watching a race, you know, let's say we're watching a NASCAR race or something and maybe I'm in the car and I, I don't have time to, I'm not logged on or I'm not watching it live stream. But I kind of, as soon as I stop, I kind of want to know, you know, on Twitter, I can find out who's leading, who's, you know, I can find out all that information instantly on Twitter and follow the race that way. So when you think of our shops, Steve, that's not us. We, I don't think we need to tweet that we're on the third hole of a 350 Chevy and that's not, that's not really our group. That's interesting. So um, that being said, with that demographic, you know, what about the quality of the, uh, you know, what do you need? Just cell phone for the video as well? It, exactly, Chuck. I mean, you literally can't be sort of a real life, you know, to spend all that time to crop and edit and all that. It, it isn't nearly as important. The one thing that is important, though, if you are going to do video is the sound. The sound is more important than the, the picture because if you, if someone is scrolling through and gets to a video and there's a whole bunch of wind noise, you know, let's say they're outside and the wind's blowing. If you hear that, you're going to immediately keep scrolling. But you're not going to be too, you know, upset if it's a little grainy or maybe it's not actually perfect picture. Um, because, again, it, it's it, it's real life video. And and that's it. That's interesting. So Instagram is really more for pictures, per se. Correct. Yeah, it's more for pictures and short videos. And uh Again, that's why it attracts the the younger crowd because you can just they're just they they love pictures. I mean, they're constantly the selfies and the you know and the screenshots of, of stuff that that's the more popular. And we got some pretty good members that use Instagram uh, and post some pretty pretty cool stuff. Uh, agreed. I mean, if when you go on to uh, like, there's a lot of shops now. You know, our Instagram numbers were up at uh, just over thirty six hundred. And almost all shops, I mean, it's really cool to see what shops are working on. And there's some really neat projects out there. And uh, they're getting, definitely, everybody's getting better at uh, at doing those posts. Yeah, I think you might have touched on this question here a little bit earlier was uh, how off or how does one find time to manage social media content and still manage their machine shop? You know, trying to get that post throughout the day or or whatever and still have things going on in the shop. How, how does one manage that? Well, again, it, it's to me, it was about you just physically can't do everything yourself. So have some faith in your staff. And uh, again, you know, don't maybe not, maybe you know, there's certain people that would abuse the cell phone rule. Um, and obviously, you know, don't give that person the cell phone if they're going to abuse it and be in the corner and, and not get any work done. But uh, to allow your staff to be able to shoot pictures as they wish and then just, just you know, it, they don't necessarily have to upload them for you, you know, but uh, definitely half an hour after work uh, is all it would take. And uh, you can upload those photos and get them on social media. The nice thing too, is that uh, especially Facebook, for example, you can schedule your post. So it doesn't have to be a live upload. I mean, you literally could take care of two or three days pretty easily just by scheduling and, and get them up. And that way it frees you up. And uh, so, you know, uh, for for me, for example, I mean, my wife used to uh, love doing that kind of stuff. It took her mind off her job. So I'd come home with all these pictures and, and she would just go to town and start uploading them all. And then, uh, you know, other, I had a, a young fellow that we hired 
And uh, I mean, he's on Snapchat. He was on everything. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, um, what if I allowed you to, you know, look after a little bit of our social media and upload some stuff for us? And man, he was totally ecstatic. He, I mean, it, it just, it, it engaged him in the shop at that point. I mean, it, it just literally, so, I mean, I, I would suggest that too. I mean, have a look around. If you're not savvy with it and you don't have to be by any means, have a look out in the shop and maybe look at that disassembly technician. That person there might be your perfect go-to. And I mean, it's not like you have to pay them anymore. They would just be happy to just do that for you. So something to think about. Yeah, I was just thinking about that when you were talking about that is trying, you know, we talked about the gray hairs earlier, maybe getting some of the young guys in there to take care of some of that social media for you, if they're willing to do it. Exactly. I mean, they're so fast at it. And they, I mean, and we can talk about hashtags and that kind of stuff. You, you literally, when you get started, you don't need to feel like you need to, you know, it's, it's like software that we use on our computer. Not all of us are using every single option and function. We only know how to use the basics. And honestly, the basics is all it needs to get started. So, um, but if you want to take it to a little bit more advanced level, rely on that young person in the shop to do that for you. Cause it's, again, they're, they do this, they're on that phone, I, I you know, hour and 22 minutes. I think my son would probably be triple that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what can one expect from social media that they can't get from other advertising outlets? Well, I, again, when we talk about cost, I mean, advertising is one of those things that, that can be expensive and you really don't know, you know, I, I used to advertise, you know, in the shop, you know, we advertise in the paper and we, you know, we go to the radio, but you're really, it's difficult to manage um, the results. You know, you just don't know what you're going to get. So with social media, uh, to me, it was like, you know, we, in the shop, we kind of use the, the term, you know, there's no better way to advertise than word of mouth. You know, like word of mouth was crucial. And, uh, uh, and that's what social media is. It's just electronic word of mouth. You know, it, it's, it's, that's what you're doing is you're, is you're getting your name out there. So um, I think, I think what it does, the big advantage um, maybe over conventional advertising is how you, how far you can reach, you know, that, again, that snowball effect and how you can get your, your, your information out there. And uh, so, and, you know, if you want to talk about costs just a little bit, I mean, if, if you're looking to really speed up your, you know, your success, you could, you could do paid promotions through social media and uh, you can pick, you know, uh, geographically where you want your posts to go, who your posts are going to. You can choose, you know, male, female. You can choose what area. So you can really narrow it down. And, uh, uh, you know, I, here I'm just, I know I'm doing all the talking here today. So, but, you know, literally, guys, it, it's, it's so. That's what we got you on for because we're not social media savvy. <laughs> well, I get pretty passionate about it just because of how easy it is, you know. I used to pay a web host, uh, you know, to look after our website. And I, I'm one of these guys that I like to see change all the time. I don't like to look at the same thing all the time. And I'd, I'd always be, you know, phoning them going, okay, I've got some new pictures to put up there. And I've been to a car show and I want to, sh you know, I want to add those pictures. And like, no problem, Rob. Yeah, we'd love to do that for you. So, you know, you get the bill at the end of the month and you just drop, you know, four to $500 for them to tittle up your website. And, uh, you know, that starts to add up after a while. So, social media can all be done yourself, you know, and it's all so user-friendly. You don't have to be a software programmer to, to make it happen. Yeah. And I stole a lot of your uh, 
a guidance, you know, on some custom training times that I've been out to say, you know, because people ask those questions, you know, hey, how can I better market myself? And so using some of your information just recently, uh, the same exact question came up, you know, so the owners of the shop are our age and they had a, a daughter who's working in the office that's grown up around this, you know, pretty keen to uh, what happens in a machine shop. You know, and it's talking. Well, right there's your, there's your outlet, there's your manager. You know, so no, it's great information, Rob. Yeah, no, for sure. And again, it's it's just the simplicity of it. They've they've made it so user friendly that, um, you know, and again, I I would rely on on you know if I didn't know how to do a, I was always in the shop going, hey, how do I you know, what does this mean or what does that you know when I do this hashtag you know what does that mean, and they're more than happy to walk us through it so it's uh it's pretty cool now you had mentioned a couple times now is the paid promotions um and i think they're good you did a good job of explaining them to everybody but you know what's the cost to something like that is that <clears throat> anybody here's paid promotions you know they kind of think oh that's big money uh but is it really yeah what's nice is it it, it, it doesn't have to be and, and you know so you could literally spend $20 a week on one promotion. If you wanted, you could spend $5. What you have to keep in mind is obviously the more money you spend, uh, the bigger the reach. So Facebook or any social media site, I mean, they, they've spent millions of dollars and lots of brain power on figuring out, you know, the, the whole algorithm and how it gets out there and how it works. So um, it's again, when, so if I'm setting up a promotion, for example, uh, I'll go on there and I'll, let's say it's a, Maybe uh, I'm trying to promote the podcast, like our podcast, for example. And so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll choose a good image for the podcast. And next, it'll ask me, where do I want this to go? You know, who do I want, you know, who do I want in what area? And you can literally narrow it down to, you know, to the city, you know, or to, a, you can go out to the state. I mean, you can go out to the whole country. So you, you can really pick and choose where you want, you know, where you want to go in it. So as an example, maybe you've got uh, uh, your shop, you've got an open house that you're going to try and advertise for. Maybe you've got something where you want only the people in your township, you know, to come and come to the open house. You could literally get it and narrow it down just that. So you're not wasting your money where it's going out to somewhere that's 600 miles away. Um, so you can narrow it down that way. And are they charged by how many times that appears? Not necessarily. You're, you're charged. You, you have to preset the budget, and you do that before you set up the ad. So, of course, they have your, your credit card on file. And, uh, yeah, oh, of course. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, But what's nice is it's it's not like, an, you know, it's not like write, you know, writing an empty, you know, signed empty check. You're, you're, you're picking and, and, you're, and you're capping it. So you're saying, look, I'm spending $20. I want it to go for X amount of days to, to a certain area. And at twenty dollars, that's where it stops. You know, so that it's you can. And what's nice, like if, for example, if you're trying to, let's say you're new to social media and you just started a Facebook business page, uh, you know, to get new followers, I mean, to get this snowball effect going, you need followers, and the more the, the better. So, uh, the first maybe the first couple paid promotions you do, you'd want to focus on just your page, so that's your business, and. Uh, and pay to get your page noticed by people so they can like it. And once they like it, their friends like it, and their friends like it, it just goes from there. 
So you mentioned one thing there that kind of caught my attention was uh, a business page. So people should not make their business like a personal page. They actually have a business page out there for businesses. Yeah, I would, and I mean, you could. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's totally up to you. But I, you know, try and keep business to business and personal to personal. Because let's be honest, maybe some of the stuff on your personal page maybe not be appropriate to see on your business page. So you might want to very do, possible. Yeah, depending on who you are. So. Um, but yeah, it's very easy to start your own business page and at least that way you're tracking the analytics for just that page and that business. So it, uh, but you, you know, it, it's very easy to set up. It's again, you don't need to hire ad advertising, uh, specialists to, to do that for you. It's again, you're having trouble run out to the shop and find your youngest person out there. They'll, they'll get you on there. And your friends can share business pages as well, right? Correct. And uh, again, that's that's good, Chuck. That's a good tip. Um, so that's one of the things you want to do when you first get going is to, you know, you want to encourage your friends to help share because again, it, it their friends will, will, you know, will share it to their friends who will share it to their friends. And that's the fastest way to uh, to get your numbers going. What are some of the ways that somebody could grow their followers? Uh, I know we talked about the paid promotions doing stuff like that, but is there... Is there another way they could do that as far as uh, like the business page? I guess they would have to, the individuals have to follow that page or like that page, I guess, uh, to kind of grow that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it just depends on how much time you want to put in. But um, one of the things I like, you know, that and you see this quite often out there is people love goodies. They love prizes. They love, they love free stuff, right? So. Uh, Who doesn't? Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, maybe through your business, you might have, maybe you've got t-shirts, you've got some giveaways that you can do. And one of the best ways to get things going is to, you know, have a little contest or maybe a, a teaser question, or maybe you've got a, you know, for example, like an engine that you're working on something really oddball and, uh, you know, you, you, you know, that's going to be difficult to recognize. So have a little, you know, play around with it a little bit, put that picture up on your social media page and, and just say, okay. Uh, t-shirt goes out to the first person that can guess this particular engine in this picture. And uh, that's, that, those are just little ways to, uh, to keep the, to grow it for sure. Well, Grob, we appreciate you coming on. You gave a lot of good information on social media. Uh, Chuck, you got any other questions for Rob or comments or, <clears throat> you know, to uh, continue with that, you know, thank you, Rob. Uh, you do a great job for us. And I know that you help at, you know, a ton of our members, um, you know, I know that I point them to you uh, when we take calls about it and it's something that's, it's important to everyone. I mean, uh, as Steve and I said in the, in the last one, you know, uh, customers are important. <laughs> it, none of this matters without a customer, right? <laughs> no. Well, and I think also Rob, Rob stated earlier, you know, the word of mouth is, is your best advertising. Uh, and I think Chuck and I talked about that as well in the last podcast we had was word of mouth is probably your best advertising because if somebody does something bad, they'll tell a hundred people, uh, but they hardly tell anybody that you've done a good job. No, that's right, Steve. That That's exactly true. Um, you know, we, anybody that's, that's dealing with customers knows that. I mean, you can do, you'll do a hundred jobs that go out the door and you'll never hear back from them. You know, I used to say no news is good news. But sometimes you enjoy that pat on the back. You know, sometimes you want to know that you did a good job. But, man, you do that one not-so-good job, 
and you pay the, you know, you, you, that, that just comes back to bite you every time. Well, Rob, again, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, you definitely enlightened uh, us, uh, me as well. Uh, I learned a few things today about social media that I didn't know before. Um, not that I really wanted to, um, but I'm glad I did. Um, I'm not a social media type guy. So, so you're only 22 <laughs> minutes of the hour and 22 minutes kind of. <laughs> I might be 2.2 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> um. But again, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, definitely enlightened everybody on uh, some of the social media outlets and how to put them to good use. Um, Chuck, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about our upcoming uh, next issue or our next podcast we're going to have. All right. So we're going to take the opportunity to discuss machine maintenance. Uh, you know, um, just in to quickly summarize, you know, we all have machines, we need to maintain them. And uh, so let's, you know, wanna focus on some of the uh, key points to maintenance and uh, more discussion probably about what it means to have a maintenance type program so that, you know, you're not uh, being so reactionary when something's broken. So, uh, you know, some proper planning and uh, getting yourself uh, in a good position to be up and running all the time, so. And I would say that's right up your wheelhouse. Agreed. <laughs> Chuck's very passionate about machine maintenance. Uh, you guys will definitely enjoy that podcast episode. Well, as we wrap up here, I just want to remind everybody, you can check AERA out on our website at www.aera.org. Or if you're not receiving Engine Professional Magazine, you can find that at engineprofessional.com as well as our social media outlets that Rob all talked about here. Uh, we have Facebook, facebook.com slash A-E-R-A-E-P. We're on Twitter at A-E-R-A-E-P and Instagram at Engine Professional Mag. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to this podcast today. Uh, you can download or subscribe to our podcast at any of your favorite podcast listening platforms. And you can also listen to it at podcast.engineprofessional.com. Chuck, we'll be looking forward to that machine maintenance uh, episode next week or next episode. Kind of looking forward to it. Probably learn a few things. Absolutely. We hope to share good, uh, you know, technical data and, uh, you know, good planning. All righty. Well, we appreciate everybody joining us today. And until next time on the Asian Professional Podcast, happy machine.